0: Welcome to the Halderman podcast. I'm your host Robert McMarron. today we'll be reviewing our sales in 2022. I'm joined by Pat Cars, Vice President of the Halderman Companies based out of Wabash, Indiana. Thanks Pat for joining us again on the podcast. We last spoke just as the auction season was starting and I wanted to follow up as we end 2022. Let's start with how many real estate transactions Halderman handled this year.
1: Well, so far, uh, year to date, we've uh, we sold 153 farms. That's 99 at auction and 54 privately. So, uh, and of the auctions, Robert, we had about 75% of those were online auctions and 25% were live events.
0: That seems like a large number of transactions. How does that compare to recent years?
1: Well, the supply of land in recent years has been at historic lows. Uh, the historic average is about 2%. Of the farmland changes hands every year. And we've been down closer to one or even a little bit below one percent for the last six or seven years since about 2013. So while it feels like that's a pretty big supply, uh, it's it's just about it's just about average at two percent.
0: Do you think the increase in prices has brought more land to the
1: market? What's absolutely there's- absolutely, absolutely. There's a lot of people back in 2014, 15, 16 that missed the market, and when the market dropped in 2014, they were disappointed they didn't sell it at the high, and then when we've eclipsed that, and while in non-inflation dollars, we're easily at all-time highs, even in inflation-adjusted dollars, we're still at all-time highs. In 2013, we kind of peaked in late 2013, and after adjusted for inflation, we've just now eclipsed that number. I
0: noticed you separated out the properties that were marketed via auction versus private. Have you seen a price difference?
1: Yeah, Robert, we track that pretty closely, and uh, there's really not much difference. Uh, This year, the auctions, we've averaged $10,487 per acre selling farms at auction, and privately, it's $10,065 an acre. So there's really not much difference. And one note there, this is the first time in history that we've averaged over $10,000 Per acre, to give you an idea, last year it was eighty nine hundred. So, uh, land values have have increased quite dramatically.
0: After the increase in land values in twenty twenty one, I thought this year would be flatter. But by mid summer, we saw values increasing again.
1: And I think that's that's right, Robert. For the first six or seven months of the year, it was pretty flat, pretty stable. And then this last third of the year, basically, land prices have increased again, similar to what they did last year. From a farmer buyer standpoint, maybe by midsummer
0: to late summer, they felt more confident knowing their crop is in the ground and seeing that grain prices have stayed at profitable levels. Could be. With the online-only sales becoming more common, do you think some people are selling in that way that would have traditionally had a
1: private sale as they're intimidated from public live auctions? And that could be. Uh, selling a farm can be an emotional time uh, uh, for the sellers because it, it Possibly something they've inherited from their parents or grandparents and held for a long time. And it's just a time of life where they need to need to liquidate that asset. So it can be a fairly emotional issue. And we've had a lot of people that, that prefer to do it online and not have that that public display. Uh, it, it just seems to work out better for them. Online auctions seem like a good way to get full
0: market price for your farm without having the uncomfortable feeling of being in the room.
1: Exactly. And they still receive the benefits of, an, of, a, of a live auction. It's, it's live just because it's online doesn't mean it's not live. It just, they're just not an auctioneer and you're not hearing it. It's, you're bidding on, online in real time. So in fact, many of our agents uh, are reporting that they think the online prices are actually better than what they would have received at a live event. I know you don't have a crystal ball, but what's
0: your expectation for farmland values in 2023? I,
1: I, you're right. I don't have a very good crystal ball, and if I did, it was pretty. It would be pretty cloudy on this subject. I think land values are going to remain steady next year. I personally think we have we have stopped going up. I think we've kind of reached a plateau here, at least in the eastern corn belt, and I, I think we've stopped going up. I don't think we're dropping, but I don't think we're going up right now. I think that that some farms that are difficult to farm, a hassle farm or a farm with some blemishes. For example, an 80-acre farm that you have to farm in four or five fields, that's just a kind of a hassle farm and hard to farm. Those are getting a little more difficult to sell. The, The auction is not as quick. It's not as lively. For example, Tuesday night, we sold 330 acres, and it was basically all in two pieces. So you could farm almost Almost 330 acres. In fact, you could farm 300 acres without folding up your planter, without changing your head on your combine, and then you had to you had to fold up to go down the road to to uh, farm the final 26. But that 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 auction was quick. It was rapid rapid bidding, and it sold for over fourteen thousand dollars an acre. Last night we had a sale in Southern Indiana, and it was three it was 400 acres in about four fields. They did not join each other. They were in the same area, but not together. It was flood plain ground, so it was it was hard to farm. It wasn't straight. It flooded about every other year or so, and the bidding was slower. People took their time and analyzed it longer, and it brought about six thousand dollars an acre. So I, I really think these farms that are that are not perfect, that are not square, that are not really in really good locations, are we're going to see the the reluctance to bid on those first, and uh, I, I think that they're the, going to be the indicator of when this market is topped out. What would you consider the largest two factors for where farmland prices will go in the next two years? Well I think actually, Robert, I think there's three factors that that determine the value of the land, and uh, one's the income that farms are earning. that affects your demand but the other one the other i guess the other one would be inflation or uh, excuse me supply uh so supply and we've we've addressed that that's that's back to a more normal rate a a more normal level and if we stay at that two percent level i think the supply will be constant Uh, on the income side i think there's two parts to that one is the commodities and and what prices farmers can can realize from their grains but they also have to keep an eye on their input cost. And, and as you've said on some of your previous podcasts, and we've all read in the newspapers, the cost of fertilizer, the cost of inputs, seed, herbicides, fertilizers, everything is up substantially. So I think the margins have narrowed again, and that, uh, that, that we have to keep an eye on that income. And then the other part of the expense side is the interest rate. I believe that the fed probably raised the interest rate again, another 75 basis points today. And it's been, it's substantially raised. It's, it's more than doubled in cost in the last 18 months or two, two years. And that, that has made a big difference in what what farmers can afford to pay in interest for land and for inputs, operating costs and things like that. Just as an example, I was standing in line at the restaurant the other day to pay my bill here at the local restaurant in Wabash and, and, uh, One of the realtors, a friend of mine was behind me and we were chatting and we were talking about business. And he said that uh, he had a client that could afford to pay, was approved to pay $300,000 for a house a year ago. And they didn't find exactly what she wanted. And since then, her approval has gone down to $210,000 just based on interest rate increases alone. In other words, it is the interest rate increase has erased a third of the buying power of residential home home buyers.
0: That's a good point to bring up specifically
1: net incomes. It's easy to look at 200 bushel
0: corn at $6 and see that huge number per acre. But when you take into account the rising expenses, the net income is what you should be focusing on.
1: Yep, net income is where you pay your bills. So we can have a large gross income but if we have a large expense it it does there's not much left to, to pay the principal down on a on a farm. Thanks, Pat. Is there any other information that you would like to share with us today? today? Well I, I think I mentioned this earlier that, that we we're at an all-time high both nominally and uh, and real dollars. And and I think that if anybody is interested in selling a farm to it, it, remotely interested they, they really need to contact us at the Halderman Companies and talk about it if if they uh if they think they're going to sell any time really in the next couple of years, this winter might be the perfect time. you know it may not be a great time to buy a farm uh, because of the because of the higher interest rates and stuff, but it sure is a good time to sell a farm yeah. with that said we're we're still seeing a huge demand for farmland the uh the the inflation issue that we're having right now is a is a huge uh, motivating factor for people to buy farmland. Farmland has always performed well in inflationary times. The other thing that, that's interesting on, on what inflation does to, in interest rates due to farmland is the rising interest rates have caused other safe, conservative investments that compete with agriculture to increase. For example, you can buy a CD right now and put your money in a CD for 4.5%. And we're looking at returns on farmland, cash on cash returns at somewhere around two. So those, that will, we'll see how that plays out in the next six and 12 months and whether the CDs cause a, a big uh, competition with farmland or not.
0: Thank you again for joining me today and all the valuable information.
1: If you would like to learn more about
0: the Holderman Companies or contact someone on the Holderman team, please visit holderman.com.